Welcome to Let's Talk Church, a podcast for the church curious and church convinced. Today, we're going to focus on the topics of helplessness and hopelessness. Well, are you ready? Let's Talk Church. So earlier this year, The Atlantic published an article discussing American teen sadness. And there were four forces that the article referred to or referenced. The first being social media use. Then they talked about a decline in sociality. Uh, The third was that the world itself was very stressful and that there is more news about the world's stressors. You've heard the they saying a 24-hour news cycle. So there's constant bombardment of the stressful things in the world. And then the fourth thing that the article referenced was modern parenting strategies. Uh, all these things contribute to teen sadness. And when I think back to my teenage years, we didn't have the same stressors that are, you know, occurring today, at least not at the same intensity. We had other situations that contributed to sadness, but not the ones that are seemingly more prevalent today. Everything seems a little bit more amplified, more intense, more dramatic. When I think of social media and teenagers, I automatically think that they either have access to too much stuff, things that could potentially be beyond their maturity levels and thus they need guidance to navigate, which then calls upon um, parents or people in authority to be able to help them regulate what they're seeing. Or I think about the situation where there is bullying online. And, you know, in previous times, if you were being bullied, the bullying occurred at the place where you saw the person. And therefore it would end when you were out of the presence of that person. But now with online bullying, it can occur and it can carry over into your home. Why? It's because social media is everywhere. The person doing the bullying wouldn't be welcomed in your home, yet social media is, and therefore it can carry the messenger of the abuser even when you're under the covers at night looking, scanning through your phone, even when you're in the comfort of your home. Yet sometimes you are afraid to even look at the social media, and that is another form of intimidation or another form of bullying because you can't even do the things that you would normally enjoy because you're too busy concerned about would the reach of the bullier, bullying person reach into your home? Then there's this whole other dynamic that the pandemic has created where we are less social and the anxiety that comes with feeling alone or separated can contribute to generally negative emotions. There are some people that can handle being alone for long stretches of time, but then there's also people who cannot. It is very stressful on them and it can generate negative Emotions of helplessness or hopelessness and despair. So much has hit our society in recent years. There's this sense of of even lawlessness. There's it seems like you turn the TV on and you can get this sense of who's power hungry and, and, and who's corrupt and all the the leaders that we see not upholding the standards 
that used to be in place. There's this depravity on a greater scale than some of us have ever seen. And if you couple that with the opposite end um, of the spectrum, uh, where you people that want too much, then you have people that don't care enough. There's this, this apathy that is also prevalent. And it can be hard to keep the right perspective. It's, it can be downright stressful. So finally, let's look at our relationships. Even they aren't as black and white as they once were. Look at the different categories of gender. Used to be one thing or the other. And now there's other things that you can check. Other boxes that you can check. When you look at um, marriages and relationships, there used to be one thing or the other. And now there's lots of variations in that as well. So even in our uh, dating culture, either you were the boyfriend and girlfriend or and then maybe not. You know, now it's, you know, what phase of talking are you in? There's hookup culture. There's, you know, just a whole bunch of other little casualness um, and distinction from the past that we're seeing. Times are changing. Things just aren't as simple as they once were. And it's not just teens that are sad. It's not just teens that are hopeless. It's not just teens that are in despair. It's not just teens that are, are feeling helpless. There was a survey done um, that says depression affects almost one in 10 Americans. Um, and I saw this on the site, usnews.com. And it was a study by Healthy, Healthy Day News. Between 2015 and 2020, Incident of depression reached 9% of Americans 12 years old and older. And among teens and young adults, the depression rate stood at 17% in 2020. That was the research. And when you feel helpless, hopelessness is not far behind. So now that we know kind of what state some of us are in how can we reverse this trend as a believer well we can do some very basic things there's no magic pill there's no you know rubbing the genie in the bottle and get the three wishes it's not anything like that it's going back to the basics it's looking to the heels psalm 121 tells us I will lift up mine eyes to the hills from which cometh my help. My help, my help as a believer, my help comes from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. God is our helper. We just have to look at him. Look to him. We can count on him. So look to the hills from which cometh your help. Pray to God and let him know what's on your mind. It's not hard. People like to make prayer super complicated. Prayer is communication. It's just talking with the Lord. He knows how you talk. So you don't have to get super formal. Just talk to him. That's what he wants. He wants relationship with you. Look to the hills from which cometh your help. Your help cometh from the Lord. The second thing is keep looking until he responds. And that's the tricky part. We'll sometimes we'll go pray. We'll go throw a prayer up and then we'll just get right back into our feelings or get right back into our depression because we haven't sat 
long enough to wait for the Lord himself to move. I would also turn your attention to Psalm 27. And the first seven verses are kind of what I'm, I'm going to read into your hearing. But and then I'm going to jump to verse 14. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host shall encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war shall rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. And then I will scoot down to 14, which just says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So, and you're hearing, I just read Psalm 121. Just a, a selection from there and a selection from Psalm 27. But I encourage you to go back and read them all in their entirety. They're very short Psalms. So to combat those dark feelings that you may be having, you have to shed light on it. That's why we tell you to look to the Lord. Jesus is the light of the world. He'll stand with you in dark places and light your way. A candle lights up the darkness. A candle brightens the light. Jesus is that light. So in the Bible, there is an example that rings true for me even now. And I'd like to take a few moments to just share it with you. King Jehoshaphat was about to be attacked. And you can get this story in its entirety in Second Chronicles uh, chapter 20. But King Jehoshaphat was about to be attacked. The surrounding area um, full of people like the, the Moabites and the Ammonites, they declared war. So messengers told Jehoshaphat what was happening. You know, this was a dark time. Imagine the helplessness and the hopelessness that King Jehoshaphat may have experienced. He would be no match for the surrounding folks seeking war with him in his own strength. And, you know, he had done various things to kind of fortify his kingdom. But when you've got that many folk coming at you, it could be daunting. So he did the best thing that he could do in a bad situation. He called on the Lord. He looked to the hills from which cometh his help. And he, he was rightly terrified. He begged the Lord for guidance. He didn't want to wait until he felt better. He wasn't going to feel better until he consulted the Lord. He cried out to the Lord in his need. And see, some of us don't want to come to the Lord raw. But that's exactly when we need to go to him. That's exactly when we need him the most. When we feel raw and we feel terrified we shouldn't be ashamed to call upon the Lord because he will answer us. He wants to be the one to help us. So 
King Jehoshaphat called out to the Lord in his hour of need. And he also ordered everyone to fast. So people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. And he led them in prayer. He prayed this mighty prayer that acknowledged the attributes of God. And then he says the clutch verse. This is the the new international version, the NIV rendering. It says, oh, God or our God. Will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Can I just say that one more time? We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. That's it. That's how we start moving from feeling helpless and hopeless to having our power. We turn to God. And I pray that you'll turn your eyes upon Jesus when you're in tough situations. And that you just keep them there in general. But particularly when you're in tough situations that you won't go try and handle it in your own might and in your own strength. But instead that you would just turn your eyes upon Jesus. In fact, you know, there is a hymn that I learned um, in this group Bible study fellowship. We used to meet Monday nights and sing. Um, They still meet Monday nights, but the singing, you know, COVID, blah, 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 different leadership styles. But Back, 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 back in the day, I learned so many hymns, so many verses of scripture as they related to the hymns that I was singing um, that, you know, through BSF, Bible Study Fellowship. But turn your eyes upon Jesus. It says, I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to read the words to you. Oh, soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's light for a look at the Savior. And life more abundant and free. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Through death into life everlasting. He passed and we follow him there. Over us sin no more hath dominion. For more than conquerors we are. His words shall not fail you, he promised. Believe in him and all will be well. Then go to a world that is dying, his perfect salvation to tell. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. That's all for this week. Remember, God over everything, all his praises, let us sing. I'll see you next time. You have been listening to Let's Talk Church, a podcast designed for the curious and the convinced. Join us weekly as we explore and get more comfortable with Christianity. If you haven't done so already, please click subscribe. Also, you're welcome to join us on Instagram at Talk Church. We pray that our God will bless and keep you.